You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome to another episode of Earth Oddity, and we thank you so much for joining us, whether you are botching castrations in Florida or a former Nazi hiding out as a carny in uh, Germany. We thank you so much for joining us. Of course, I am one of your hosts, uh, Christopher Tiny Sullivan. Here's my co-host, John Long. Hello, everybody. As always, and we are here for another weird week. Did you have a weird... How was your week, John? Uh, my week was... It was a rough one on me. Okay. <laughs> it's a very rough. Captain off last night after going to a party you threw for your wife. That's right. Which, by the way, I dressed up and I'm anti-costume, <laughs> but I did that. That's how much it meant to me. You even grew a mustache. I did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I did grow a mustache, <laughs> which growing facial hair is like one of my few strong points that I have. I yes. can grow facial hair pretty much at will. And, <laughs> but yeah, I dressed up in a costume and I capped it off by completely ripping my toenail off. Oh, no. Yeah, that was that was a real fun time. Ouch. Yeah. So hadn't been the best week of me for me, but I'm ready to have a good time today. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I built a Raspberry Pi computer last week and put Retro Pi on it with the, all the retro games. Yeah. It's got over it's got thousands of old games on it. And it's probably top one of the top five things I've done in my life. Okay. No! Well, as you know, I know what this means because you explained it to me, yes. but as a non-nerd, I will just pretend to be happy for you. Uh, do you want me to kick it off this week? Yeah, man, kick it off. Okay, I'm going to start out with, mm, I got so many good ones here. It's a big week, um, but let's start out with NASA. NASA's huge. It Everybody is. loves NASA, except the people who know that NASA's faking us into believing we're on a globe. NASA investigates the first allegation of a criminal activity in space. Okay, we've all known that eventually there's going to be space be a crime, crime in space. Right. <laughs> yes. Is this, is this it? Yes. An astronaut is accused of accessing her wife's bank account from the International Space Station during their messy divorce. Oh, okay. High five. Not high five to space crime, but just high because five. Because you married a woman. Have, well, I was going to say, we have crimes in space now. This That's is, right. This is cool. This is, uh, this is cool, I guess. <laughs> Decorated astronaut and U.S. Army Lieutenant Colonel Anne McLean has been accused of improperly gaining access to Summer Worden's online bank account using NASA computers, the New York Times reported. Okay. McLean allegedly accessed access the bank account as part of a highly calculated and manipulated campaign to obtain custody of Worden's son, who she had given birth to about a year before the couple got married. Hmm. So Worden, 
a former Air Force intelligence officer, brought a complaint against McLean with the Federal Trade Commission claiming that McLean had committed identity theft even though none of Warden's funds had been tampered with. Identity theft in space. That's right. She told the Times that she discovered McLean's actions after be- becoming curious about how McLean knew details about the way she had been spending her money, even though they were separated and McLean was orbiting the Earth. So McLean was calling her like, hey, what you doing down at the club, you know, or whatever, spending money <laughs> on the satellite phone call. Right, right. Worden's parents went a step further, filing a complaint against McLean with the with NASA's Office of Inspector General, alleging identity theft and improper access to Worden's private financial records. Can we call them like space police? Well, this is why we need the space force. <laughs> like, how do you arrest somebody right. while they're while they're orbiting the Earth? Um, be space cop. Yes. Yeah, so. McLean is back on Earth, and last week she sat down for an under oath interview with the Inspector General, during which she said, or she admitted that she did access Worden's banking information. Mm-hmm. However, McLean apparently claimed that she was just doing something she had always done while she and Worden were still a couple, checking in on Worden's finances to make sure that there was enough money to support Worden's child, who they were raising together. So the problem is, is, uh, I mean, she did this all the time when they were married, but now they're not married anymore, but she's still checking in on her right. you know, banking statements and stuff. Yeah. Well, what you got is a she said, she said situation here. Yes. And she's saying, hey, I, I'm doing what I always did, just trying to make sure she had enough cash. If not, maybe I was going to transfer yeah. some over or whatever. And the other one is saying, you're not my wife anymore. Yeah, right. Hey, get out yeah. of my business. You have no right to know what I do. Mm-hmm. And you're probably checking up on me and seeing where I'm spending my money if right. I'm down at the Pussycat Club or whatever. <laughs> Gotcha. So she said that she was using McLean claimed that she was using the same password that she had always used during their relationship and that she had not been told to stop accessing Word's bank account. Was it password? It could have been. <laughs> All right. McLean and Word married in 2014 with Word filing for divorce in 2018 after McLean accused her of assault. Oh, snap. Yeah, domestic abuse is no joke. No, it's never funny. Not even now. A claim which Word denies and said was a part of McLean's efforts of gaining custody of her son. Hmm. The assault case was eventually dismissed. So okay. apparently it didn't happen. So that's the end of the story. You're not in a country mm-hmm. to be governed by any laws when you're out in outer space, right? Right, and the, the space station is... Yes, the International Space Station. It's a cooperative effort among many different countries. Now, I know if you're on an international flight, so if we're like me and you are flying mm -hmm. to Europe, uh, to France, say, we're going to, me and you, Earth Oddity takes a trip to the Eiffel Tower. And me and you get in a fight with somebody on the plane because we had too many drinks because we're not around any other Baptists. <laughs> yeah. We are governed by the laws of the country that we took off from. Okay. And right. until we land, when we mm-hmm. land, we become subject to whatever country we land in. So gotcha. I don't know if it's some of the same type of legal stuff, mm-hmm. but anyways, this lady's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say that uh, it's not. A murder in space. No. It's not a space pirate. Yeah. It's not a heist right. in space. Yeah. But, I mean, you got to start somewhere. You so. got to start small, right? You know, <laughs> and work our way up. in space. You it's know, pretty it's good. A, it's a little boring, but, hey, we'll just we'll work our way up from, from here. Yes, yeah. right. Yeah. 
And I think that I would, when she got back to the ground, I'd be like, you probably understand the gravity of the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Ms. McClain, we need to talk. (laughs) You know, what is it with the astronauts? I don't want to just take two examples and, and use a broad brush to paint all astronauts. But remember that one that wore diapers to oh, drive yeah. cause country yes. and yeah, she beat was, up this other woman that right. her husband or boyfriend. No, I don't think it was her. It was her boyfriend. Yeah. I was thinking saying. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Astronauts. There's something in the tang. Maybe. Yeah. Well, a lot of them go to Auburn. I don't know if this lady <laughs> did, but Auburn puts out a lot of astronauts. So yeah. I mean, just throw that out there. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Uh, oh. Just think you could have been one. I could have if my parents would have sent me to space camp, but they didn't. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Well, you're an astronaut to me. That's right. I'm an astro something. <laughs> an astronaut minus the tridnaut. <laughs> yeah. I'm an astro something. <laughs> Our next story here, Wisconsin police say that they found a fugitive hiding in a solar-powered bunker in the woods. This dude. Yes. Has been, he's been off the grid. For yeah. a long time. Get this. I need to know what he was accused of so I can know how much I can root for him. Well, you you're know? not going to be rooting for him because uh, it says here, a Wisconsin man wanted on charges of incest, oh. child sexual assault, uh, and possession of child pornography. Oh, that yeah. is like the no. evil trifecta yeah, right. right there. I mean, he probably could have fit in with just the incest down here in Alabama, <laughs> but all say, the other stuff. Take just, out the incest and repl- and like you know put like a, a racist hate crime in there. You've got right. the ultimate bad guy. That's here. right. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Well, I can't root for him. <laughs> I'm, Never glad he, mind. I'm glad they got him. Yeah. But he has been hiding out for more than three years in a solar powered makeshift bunker, according wow. to police. According to a CNN affiliate, WSAW, Jeremiah Button has been out on a $25,000 bond for about 18 months and was two weeks away from the trial when he vanished in early 2016. Thomas Nelson of Wasal told WSAW that he was hunting on state-owned land in Marathon County in November and found the bunker by following brush marks. He saw a door, but he got out of the area quickly. But then, beginning in August, he said he returned out of curiosity, and he started to look around and see if someone was potentially living there. There was no way you could have seen this if you didn't know that something was there, he said. Which, you know, he found it by following, you know, drag Yeah, marks, like he had you know. drug some brush up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Marathon County Deputy Sheriff Troy Dealer told CNN that he and another deputy were dispatched Friday to a wooded area in the town of Ringle in central Wisconsin. Nelson brought them to what he described to police as a cave dug into the side of an embankment. Mm-hmm. According to Dealer, he found a wooden door and began banging and knocking while identifying himself a dozen times. Uh, when he didn't get a response, he knocked on the roof, and then that's when he heard Button respond. Oh, he's like, these people ain't going away. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's trying to lay low, like, maybe I'll be quiet and just go away. <laughs> While on top, I noticed approximately eight solar panels on top with wires going into the bunker. I also noticed a makeshift stovepipe using tin cans coming out of the ground. So he just got a bunch of tin cans, took both ends off. Right. And made Wired them, a little, them together, probably made him a little stovepipe. Made him a little stovepipe. Yeah. Dealer said that Button was head to toe in camouflage. He identified himself and the officers discovered his felony warrant from Portage County. Button told them that he had been on the run for three or four years and that no one else had been to his bunker. Sheriff Mike Lucas of Portage County, where Button had originally been charged, told CNN that in his 28 years with the department, he's never seen anything quite this bizarre. Uh, Button, 44, was arrested Friday and taken to Portage County Jail, where he is being held in lieu of $100,000 bail. 
going to be tough to come up with that. <laughs> I was about to say, we know you let him out. He's just going to take off again. His public defenders have not responded to requests for comment. Button told Dealer that when he decided to run, he chose the area for his bunker because of the woods and its access to the Ringle landfill. Oh, smart. Smart. Yeah. Uh, Dealer said Button told him that once he got the area dug out, he brought in canned goods, a flat screen TV. Because, you know, he's, well, I mean, <laughs> he's got to have some football TV. season. <laughs> it's football. I, I get it. Football season. Yeah. Okay. And other things that he would need for survival. Button told police that he took in one backpack load of supplies after another until he was ready to make the move permanently. He left his car, his wallet, and his ID at his mother's home, along with a note that said he was moving to Florida. Dealer said that he rode in a train car to the Wasal area, and then he walked for two days till he got to the bunker. Wow. Over the course of three years, Button told police that he made daily and nightly trips to the landfill on a bicycle for things like clothes, food, tools, equipment, and electronics. The bunker grew cluttered, which forced him to make the cave even deeper. Dealer told CNN that the setup was relatively elaborate and that he couldn't believe the level and extent that this gentleman went to develop the area. Button told police that he had solar power to run his TV, his radio, fans, and lights. So that's impressive. Yeah, it is. He made a generator with a bicycle that he could pedal if he needed additional power. Smart. <laughs> he explained that he could find just about anything in the landfill. So, yeah. What was it? Uh, Heathcliff <laughs> lived in a junkyard and had all that stuff. Yeah, true. Yes. Yeah, he's living like Heathcliff. Yeah. Here. In the colder months, he kept warm with a fire pit. For water, he told police that he created a well system by digging a hole in a wet part of the woods and lining it with sand and charcoal. And then he would also boil the water before using it. Smart. He told police that we he had, had that discussion once too, right? <laughs> yeah, about boiling yeah, water. Okay, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, he's he's using enough water that a life straw is not going to do it. That's right. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he's out there for three years. Yeah. Yeah. He had multiple ways to get in and out of his bunker so that nearby hikers wouldn't spot him. If he did see people hiking or hunting, he would make small talk with with them about what a nice day it was to be on a hike, and he would continue on his way. So basically, this guy, he's he's been hiding for three years. He got caught when somebody who was just curious, who found his bunker, started banging on his door. And but you know, in lieu of his charges, I'm glad that he's. Yeah, right. He's not out there anymore. You know, you got to come on. You got to pay for possession of child pornography and child molestation and all this other stuff. Come on. Yeah, it can't be on his side as impressive as it is. Yes. You know, if this was something, you know, a little less than that, if he was embezzled money from mm-hmm. a bunch of billionaires, he had a Ponzi scheme. I'd probably be like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but. Yeah. And I tell you what, if I've got a solar power to run my TV right. and my little uh, RetroPie computer I built over the week, I think I could make it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> you know, once I got out there and got my d- bunker dug, you know, and got my supplies, bring a canned goods, all that good stuff, then I'd probably be like, man, I need some TV, you know? <laughs> yes. Like football season's coming. I know you're only going to get over the air channels, you know, with an antenna or whatever. But once you got that in there, I'd once you like, get TV and once you get used to eating garbage out of the landfill, yeah, right. You no, know. well, that ain't nothing. I bet you could probably. I mean, he seems like he was pretty knowledgeable of the outdoors. He'd probably snare or hunt or do whatever mm-hmm. to get some fresh meat too. Yeah, and you're probably out there in the middle of nowhere, so you can do just about whatever you want. He to. may have been happy. 
Yeah, right. You know? I know. I mean, that's pretty awesome. I don't know how long you're going to keep it up. You know, like what is eventual. Well, you're going to keep it up until somebody finds you. Right. I say. And they're not going to just leave you alone. They're going to go bang on your door and demand you answer the door. Well, the first time the guy finds the brush, Mm -hmm. you know, that's when you got to, if you're the dude hiding, you got to be like, hey, buddy. (laughs) Hey, how's it going? You know? Hey, hey. Yeah, no. No, this is just my little hunting club out here. Yeah, I own all this land around here or whatever, you know? You just got to. You got to head that off before he goes and brings the cops back. Or maybe if you're that type of person, you uh kill him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Take him to the <laughs> landfill. Just dump him in the landfill. Yeah. True. I mean, <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I mean, don't do that. But I'm just saying that will keep your yeah. bunker secure. Yeah. And, nobody. And yeah. Nobody's going to be asking any questions. Just want to point out that my mind didn't go straight to murder. That was my co-host, Tiny Sullivan. Well, that's why you would get caught, John. No, man, I would have that dude. He would be my best friend. You know, he would just charm him. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, look, buddy, come on. We, I got the Wisconsin game on. Yeah. You know, they're about to lose to Northwestern or whoever. You know. Hey, what's on those hard drives? Hey, how about you shut up? <laughs> Let's not ask too many questions. All right. <laughs> Let's keep this casual. Yeah, we're just watching a little football in my underground bunker out here. <laughs> yeah, on state owned land. That's right, on state owned land. Um, so Tiny and I are committed church members. You know, we're at church this morning after yes. a rager of a party last <laughs> night. We went to that party was lit. Yes, it as was lit as a Baptist party can. Oh get. yeah, I mean there was Dr Pepper flowing, <laughs> and there was lots of food. Lots of food. Yeah, it was Sweets. great. Which I I told Deidre on the way over there because we were both dressed in our eighties costumes. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, you don't know how big of a commitment that was for me. <laughs> I'm anti dressing up. Well, I appreciate it. Then Tara should you know maybe write me a thank you note or something. Just she pass should. that along to her. She won't, but she should. <laughs> I was like, what if they only have cake or something, Deidre? And I was like, now we got to go out to eat dressed <laughs> like this, you know. <laughs> She was like, surely they'll have real food. I was like, I don't know. They may not. It may only be birthday cake, you know? You act like you've never been to a Baptist party That's before. Right. Yeah. That's true. That's true. I knew there'd be food. Not as many casseroles as normal, but there was still food. Yeah. So let's talk about a lady here who is in a bit of a dispute with her church. Um, oh, no. This comes from trusted news source, EliteReaders.com. Now, now, real quick, I would just like to say for the record that to all our non-Christian fans who listen to this, people having problems with their church is not a common thing. No, oh, yeah, It no. almost never happens. Yeah, no, we're always so happy <laughs> and, and we love each other. Yes. We don't argue or anything like that. So this is just a rare Very example rare. Of, of a, dis, of a non-happy right. Church member. Yeah, extremely rare. Yeah, this yeah. this now almost never happens. No, we all have, you know, the Holy Spirit within <laughs> us and and all of the fruits of the Spirit. And we deal that way with each other at all times. So yes. no one ever gets mad at church, especially nope. our church, you know? <laughs> yeah. So um, this lady who was not a member of CCBC, um, <laughs> the headline reads, $188 million lottery winner sued for $10 million by pastor for not donating to church. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, she allegedly promised the pastor that she will share her blessings. <laughs> Well, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she was very happy. Well, she shared it with somebody. Wait till I get down in here. Well, I'm thinking, I bet she was singing songs of praise in the service. She she shared her blessings. Yes. 
So Marie Holmes' life was completely turned around when she won the Powerball lottery jackpot worth $188 million. But not long after receiving a large part of her winnings in a lump sum, she became the subject of several news reports. She became infamous for using her money to repeatedly bail her boyfriend out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> like, need to get him in church, you know? <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> but the state's like, cha-ching. <laughs> yes. She reportedly spent, just guess how much she spent on bail alone. Okay, well... I'm going to say $300,000. $21 million on bail money. No. Yeah. How are you still with that dude? I don't know, but if you, yeah, exactly. I mean, you've got $188 million. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you could date anybody. Yeah, right. Yes. Date the dude that's not in jail constantly. I mean, apparently your boyfriend was pretty good at a few things to keep coming around, you know? <laughs> he must have been. Must have been talented, oh, you man. know? <laughs> A year after the controversy, Holmes was again back in the news. She was being sued by a pastor who claimed she promised their church a donation from her winnings. <laughs> so it's good to see Olstein back in the news. <laughs> I'm kidding. It was Creflo Dollar. <laughs> um, pastor Kevin Matthews said that on one visit to Holmes' house, the latter promised to make a donation to her church. The plaster claimed he was suffering from emotional and mental distress after Holmes went back on her word. And according to the pastor, they well, had she ag- couldn't afford it. She kept bailing yeah, had out, to bail her out her boyfriend. boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. According to the pastor, they had agreed to a $1.5 million donation that was going to be used to purchase a piece of land and build a retreat facility. The pastor told Lottery Post, which is apparently <laughs> a lottery publication of some sorts, um, <laughs> Because of the emotional distress and mental stress they put me through, I had to start taking more medicine for anxiety and depression due to this situation. Wait, this is the preacher saying this? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is, there are no good guys in this story. <laughs> no, no. He reportedly made a verbal promise to purchase a certain piece of land and to give donations to other people and their ministries. He also reportedly spoke to Holmes' accountant, who was tasked to take care of the matter, but after some time, the pastor had trouble getting in touch with Holmes. She went dark on him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> New phone, who dis? Now, she reportedly gave an initial $700,000 as a donation to her church, but she did not complete the amount of $1.5 million. Well, now, $700,000? Nothing to sneeze nothing at. nothing to sneeze at. It's not 10%. I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest here. Yeah. Not 10%, but $700,000 pretty good, okay? Yeah, it's not. Come on. Yeah. And, uh. She also started a foundation and appointed her aunt, Carmel Wheaton, as the executive director. It was Wheaton who spoke to the pastor and said they will no longer send him money. (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm just going to go get me a lawyer. The unfortunate turn of events led to the pastor filing a lawsuit against Holmes. Pastor Matthews was quoted by the Lottery Post as saying, The bottom line, I just want her to do what she said she was going to do. I want peace and to do what God told me to do. I want her to do what she said she was going to do. I really feel like a warrior for Christ. (laughs) Oh, no. No. A warrior for Christ. That's right. Suing former congregants. I really feel like a warrior for Christ, and people need to be accountable. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the end of the story. Um, 
Where do we start? I mean, they're wrong. Everybody's wrong in this, you know? Everybody's wrong in it. First of all, if you're this lady, you win the lottery, you don't let anybody know. Ever. (laughs) You know? Ever. If I win the lottery, y'all will not hear from me again. Everybody at Carroll's Creek will be like, what happened to John? We ain't seen him at church in a while. Like, I don't know. He moved, you know? I'm gone. But I'm evaporating. Not calling you to say goodbye, anybody. <laughs> and I'll be on here like, this is my new uh, my new co-host, Coffee Cup. Just say, hey, Coffee Cup. <laughs> hey, hey, Tiny. You get John Horton in here, y'all, and this a beat, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, but you just don't go passing or promising money, I would say, to the church and not coming through with it. Probably, yeah. not, probably not the best thing to do. Mm-hmm. But if you're a church, you don't sue anybody either, right? Well, I didn't know well, you could sue to- over not tithing. <laughs> You know, I'm surprised I hadn't caught a suit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what denomination this is, but uh, yeah. any churches around here, well, you're gonna you're gonna preach about how bad it is to gamble money, but then right. when somebody wins, you're then gonna you're go want to take it start in? wanting that money. That's right. Come on. I mean, I don't know. Really? I mean, gambling's not like specifically listed as a sin in the Bible. It's not, but neither is, you know, drinking. So true. Being true. drunk. Yeah, being drunk is something is that definitely, is, is we're not supposed to do. Right. Yeah. But as yeah. far as just, you know, the use of alcohol, it's not expressly right. forbidden in scripture. And, but down here in the Southeast, a, yeah. oh, oh my yeah. goodness. I you mean, better not. You throwing better not. a few dice in a dice game <laughs> isn't, isn't forbidden either. Now they decide to be a good steward of our money and <laughs> yes. all. But yeah, it's not Nothing wrong. Oh, so I don't whether, know. whether you're sinning or not depends on how lucky you are. <laughs> exactly. Now, if you win, it was not a sin. As long as you give 10% over, right? Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. But I got some friends who will um, argue that we are not required to tithe anymore <laughs> yes. once the New Testament came about. You <laughs> right. Know? So got a lot of friends. Well, not a lot of friends, but a few friends that believe very passionately in that. Yeah. I don't want to get into that, though. No. <laughs> no. We'll make a lot of people mad if we talked about that. The, the warrior for Christ line. Is, this preacher acts like this is the first time someone told him they were going to do something and didn't, didn't, right, didn't do yeah. it. That happens pretty often <laughs> in know, church, once again, right? I'm sure preachers never hear about you know, a congregant's yeah. commitment yeah. to the church, right. and then they don't follow through yeah. with what they said they were going to yeah, do. No, I'm going to help out with the kids on Sunday, all that, and then they don't show up. <laughs> Yeah, you get pretty used to that, I imagine, if you're a preacher. You're just like, well, that's probably why I'm not a preacher, because I would just hate them. You know, the book of Corinthians, Paul specifically says that Christians are not supposed to sue each other. Now, I realize realize that depending on the situation, maybe that's the only way you're going to get justice. But that's a horrible, horrible witness (laughs) to the world when Christians are taking each other to court. We're not supposed to do that. I just want to go back to Warrior for Christ. <laughs> you know, yes. like <laughs> you filed a lawsuit, like you contacted a lawyer. That's not very warrior like, yeah. you know, yeah. not that you got to go over there and like bash your head in uh-huh. or anything. But I would say there's several things above uh, the filing a lawsuit uh, level that mm-hmm. would be considered warrior for Christ. And whatever know? happened to God will provide. Yeah, right. You oh, know? yeah. No, I think if about God that. God really <laughs> wants this church to have a retreat facility. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sounds Lord's, awesome, but if that's great. really in God's will, he'll yeah. provide. Right. Yeah. You know, and I mean, then this, at, la- this lady's missing out on blessings if right. she doesn't contribute. 
look at what God has provided Creflo Dollar and <laughs> Kenneth Copeland and Joel Osteen. God will provide, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's just how God is. He wants you to have a private jet <laughs> instead of feeding hungry people. It's fine. <laughs> that's just how God works, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I mean, the fact that he threw that in there, like he's a warrior for Christ. Is, <laughs> I want to write him a letter right now and just be like, hey, bud, come on now. Come well, on. we you can do that, but he's not going to read it unless you enclose a gift of twenty five dollars. You write, get your prayer rug in get the a, mail, a prayer cloth. <laughs> what if I write on the front of the envelope, you know, like one point five million dollar check enclosed? I bet you he would open it up, <laughs> and then he opens it up and it just says "psych." Yes, yeah, psych. Psych. Hey, buddy, you're not a warrior for Christ. You're just suing because now you've promised the people you're going to buy some land and you can't. You know, do we have? Do we know any? Uh, Lawyers who listen to this podcast, I wonder if we can get a bunch of homeless, hungry people together to sue, sue this the church. church. Yeah, for they're not they're yeah. not you know contributing. We may not want to start that. One. <laughs> All right, <laughs> there's going to be a lot of churches in trouble. Okay, a lot of churches in trouble. I better download numbers go up. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> like the the two men who brought down the Protestant <laughs> church in America. <laughs> it's like me and you. That's what I'm like. I feel like a real warrior for Christ, guys. I feel like a real warrior for Christ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when you think about it, this guy's going to sue this lady because she right. said she's going to give this money. And then, yeah. well, why can't a homeless person sue the church for not, you know, following them, them following Christ's commands. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I don't know. Not a bad idea, honestly. Might get some of these people in line here. Oh man. Well Well, anyways, that was talking the Bible with John and Tiny. <laughs> and, and if that wasn't controversial enough. Yeah. Go ahead. Our next story. A swastika ride shut down by a German amusement park. Okay. Now, you heard that correctly. Yeah, swastika. They're not big on those over in Germany anymore, right? <laughs> they were at one time. Oh, yeah, that was huge. But not so much now. Right, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think they're, they don't really promo it There was like a war like fault. Yeah, They lost. Right. Yeah. A lot of hurt feelings. Oh, a lot. A lot of lost lives. Yeah. Now, that's. Now, we could apply that same logic to the Confederate battle flag. <laughs> yes. We could. We yeah, could. Yeah. But for some reason, we don't. I, and I'm just saying, I don't know if that's the right, you know. Like, oh, you're going to get a lot of heritage, not hate talk out of some rednecks. and That's an excellent point, John. Yeah. I mean, just... Just but right now we're talking about Germany. Right, we yeah. all agree yeah, as that they're the bad guys. <laughs> right. As Southerners, I think it's important that we that we bring that up. You yes. Know? Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Anyway, an amusement park in southwestern Germany has had to shut down a new ride after people quickly noticed that it looked like a big spinning swastika. <laughs> Now, and if you go click on the it link does, in the show it notes, it does. looks exactly right. like a giant spinning swastika. Would you like to know what the name of this ride was? Yeah, I, man, I had a good one. I was going to call it <laughs> Hitler's Hangman, but I don't know if that's good. Well, this one I don't is, know if that's kosher. This one's almost as good. This one was called the Alderflung, <laughs> okay. which translates to Eagle's Flight. Okay. Yeah. Well, Eagle was big for the Germans, too, you know? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's tough. But it has now been redesigned. A new ride at the Tanzmania Amusement Park in the Black Forest town of Lofingen. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Sure. In southwest Germany, had to shut down. Okay, they did that thing again. 
Yeah, why do they do that? I don't know. Like, what is the deal? It makes me so mad. I want to write a letter to every one of these people. And like, hey, you don't have to restate the headline. Let's start a, uh, a petition on change.org. Well, see, like I was, a, people may not know this, I was a journalism major for <laughs> for the majority of my college career. And, uh, you know, you're supposed to have your like headline, which the editor writes, but then like your first paragraph, like your lead of your story covers the basic facts of what the story's about right you know and then you go into detail from there yeah but it feels like whoever the headline writer is for the daily mail or wherever we're getting this from or just being lazy and copying and pasting the first paragraph or whatever <laughs> yeah. anyways i'm sorry we can cut that out too put it in the patreon says that after feed. a video of the alder flung was posted online people quickly pointed out that the eagles shape that the Rides eagle-shaped cars are connected to the structure's axis at an angle that strongly resembles a swastika, which was the notorious symbol of yeah. Nazi Germany. After a social media backlash, the owners of the amusement park decided to close the ride immediately and redesign it altogether with the Italian with an Italian manufacturer. The rest, which you know, the, the Italians, yeah. they were one of the axis powers as well. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> the rest of the park's attractions will continue normal operations. First of all, I would like to emphasize that I would like to apologize with all forms to all persons who feel disturbed or insult- insulted by our design, Braun told the European Broadcasting Union. Braun added that the ride would be redesigned with three spinning eagles rather than four. Okay, very good. A peace sign. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, very good. We will have this problem under control, he said. One of Tasmania's patrons said that he thought it was strange that no one had noticed the ride's shape earlier. <laughs> Maybe they did, and they are all just like, hey, guys, let's keep us on down. It's a pretty good ride. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's saying it. It's that. pretty fun. Yeah. And when you got four angles instead of three, the line moves a yeah, little, moves a little, little faster. Right. <laughs> uh, one wonders, of course, how one builds something like this. On the one hand, because it is still a sensitive topic, but on the other hand, it's only the engineering, and it just happens to look like that. Well, right. he says that, but... Well, you would think everyone yeah. agrees that that, that's the, that looks, looks I mean, like. You would think if you're designing anything for German, I mean, pick whatever you <laughs> wanted to pick, any product in the world you wanted to pick. The one of the first things you got to say is this swastika free, you know, <laughs> yes. like that's our that's our first engineering question. <laughs> yeah. You know? Well, there was another uh, park visitor that says, uh, I am not bothered because I didn't even notice it looked like okay. a swastika. And the children think nothing of it. Okay, yeah. In parentheses, Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> Maybe so. That's what this lady said. <laughs> so what if we did like a counter, you know, ride that was like the Star of David or something? <laughs> or it's like a big menorah that spun around or something, you know? I mean, just put that rider across the street from it, and then see who gets the most riders. Like, if you're a Nazi, go over here. If you love the Jews, go over here. Or, like, you know the mixer? Mm-hmm. You could do a mixer ride that yeah. looks like a giant spinning menorah. Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty awesome, you yeah. know? The eight crazy nights ride or something, you know? And you wouldn't have to wait as long because there'd be way more spinning cups. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> modern problems require modern solutions. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, but yeah, you got to do a, a swastika, I can't say swastika right, like fast, you know, I can't barely speak English, much less any other language, 
But you got to do a swastika check before you do anything in Germany. You think that would be pretty obvious? Yeah, you know? right. Yeah. I mean, if that ride was flying in Gordo, Alabama, yeah, I would be like, look at that giant spinning swastika. <laughs> right, yeah. You know. But then you'd be like, but we're in Gordo, so that makes sense. <laughs> right. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, we're in Gordo, Alabama. Did they, that did makes they sense. build this in yeah. Idaho? <laughs> I didn't know the Klan opened a theme park over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the the. Ku Klux Klan land. <laughs> Ku Klux world or whatever. Klan land. Klan land. That's perfect. Down with Klan land. Yeah, we are a non-KKK podcast. We denounce them. And we will not be going to your amusement park, yeah. no matter how no, fun it looks. No matter how fun it is. Yes. I don't we'll want to ride go. the hooded teacups. <laughs> we'll just go to the regular fairgrounds like everybody else. That's right. You see plenty of Klan members there anyways. <laughs> I just give for people around the world, you know, like the South, we get a bad rap. We, we, uh, well, much Some of deserved, it is deserved. Much deserved. Remember, we did, we've done a lot of really bad stuff, <laughs> you know, very bad. But the Klan is not like as prevalent. Have you ever known anybody in the Klan? Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just cut this part. <laughs> I was going to say, I knew a guy who never said that he was okay but i kind of think he was on the down low now i've known some straight up just by some of the stuff he said yeah, i've known know? some straight up racist right all right i imagine you get that anywhere you know well no this guy he was just like really in your face about it yeah. and then one day my mom she just mysteriously got a flyer on oh. her windshield wiper one day about like a ceremony. Oh wow! And at that point, we were like, "Oh, we can't hang out with you anymore, dude." <laughs> right, hey, man. And we didn't get <laughs> any more bad. flyers. Yeah, but I don't know. Well, I was just gonna was say, weird. like, he was an electrician, by the way, an electrician. And we we went and hired another electrician <laughs> after that. You let him finish wiring up your house because <laughs> he had a good rate, and then you're like, uh, "Can't do any more business with you." I got you. Yeah, we had a drywall guy like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's problematic, but hey, you got to get the job done. It's a good thing Angie's list wasn't a thing because he would have got a terrible <laughs> review. But yeah, I was just gonna say the clan. To me, like I don't see a lot of clan stuff in living in Alabama that right. you would think. You know, like the way that we're portrayed down here. In the yeah, South. As I was about to say, I'm, I'm sure there's a remnant of it, but yeah. it is. It's not it like is, a powerful thing. It's in yeah. its death throes. Yeah, and absolutely. I think that's why. I may be speaking way out of turn here, but we have seen a little bit of a rise in, you know, uh, white supremacy in yeah. the last, what, I don't know, four years? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> and But you know what? I'm, I'm an optimist, and I think it's because it's in its death throes. I kind of agree, too. Yeah. I mean, you'll see like a Klan rally at like an Ole Miss football game or something, <laughs> but outside of that, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much, you know, nothing. Yeah. You know? No, but you do see some rebel flags. You do. I mean, big time around here. Big people are just crazy for the rebel flag. I don't get it. Well, no. Hey, I will say, I say aesthetically, don't. it's a great looking flag. You know, Let's it just, stands for something horrible. Yeah, absolutely. But it, it is great design. You know, but it does look good. It does look great. Great design. St. Andrew's cross with the stars and everything. Yeah, great design. You know, but. It stands for something horrible. Yeah, I can't have it. Yeah. Even though I think, like, hey, man, that's a that's a that's a good looking design. Yeah. I would never have it, you know, right? Because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Exactly. I care about other people, exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, we should probably cut all that. 
<laughs> it'll be used against us one day in like a even a though we're denouncing day. it. Yeah, right. But you know, like somebody will take a snippet of it. We'll be on like that podcast movement page. It's like the the racist Trump supporting podcast. A couple of Southern Baptists, you know, and nobody ever. Like you try to say something's out of context, nobody goes back and listens. Yeah, nobody to cares, thing. right? Yeah, nobody cares. They're just gonna listen to that one snippet. <laughs> but let's move on to the progressive paradise of Florida. <laughs> yes. Okay, we know Florida, very forward-thinking state. A Florida. Oh, sh- first of all, shout out to my mom, Brenda. Yeah, Brenda, greatest mom in the world. And Sorry, Susie say and Susie too. San- Susie seems to be a really great mom too. She's just not my mom. So <laughs> yeah. they both put this. In the group this week, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm giving my mom the lion's share of the credit because my mom will probably cook (laughs) dinner for me before Susie will. But Susie, thank you. You've been a great contributor to the group and a great fan, too. Florida man arrested for botched castration inside his home. Okay. Now I'm going, you guys, if you're listening, you got to go to the show notes and click this link because I'm going to show Tiny this guy's. Have you seen his mug shot? And... You tell me if if that's not a guy that'll botch a castration right there, okay? This is from Highlands County, Florida. Deputies in Florida have arrested a man for attempting to perform a castration inside his home. Hmm. Deputies were called to 74-year-old Gary Van Ryskwis. Something. (laughs) Nailed it. (laughs) Ryswicks, Ryswicks home in Sebring, Florida on Sunday. When they arrived, Van Ryswick told a deputy he had just performed a castration on a man and it encountered some major issues. Okay. The deputies found a victim on the bed, bleeding heavily with a towel on his groin. Uh. No! No! Please, no! 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 I shouldn't be laughing during this. The victim was flown to a nearby hospital and is said to be stable. I'm, I'm glad you're laughing because I don't find any of this funny. I just imagine it like the cops get there and he's like, hey, guys, I was doing a castration. You know, it's like a pawpaw, too. Right. I was doing a castration. I ran into a few problems here. Oh, you know, no. didn't go as smoothly as I wanted it to. Oh, Pocket man. knife wasn't as sharp as it needed uh, to be. I'm so uncomfortable <laughs> right now. During their investigation, deputies found two body parts in a pink container. Just guess, I was just <laughs> guessing what they might have been. Presuming, identical set to have belonged to the victim. Mine aren't identical, by the way. I just say that. I'm not ashamed. Mine aren't identical. A little okay. different, you know. Right. You got to check every now and then, make sure everything's okay down there, right? You know. Um, Van Ryswick had set up a room to look like a surgical center and had medical equipment and painkillers inside, according to a release. Now, a man in Florida having painkillers is the least surprising part of this whole story. Also, I'd like to say, just because you have like the $10 skeleton off the Halloween throw at Walmart hanging up in your room, that doesn't make your room a medical facility, okay? Um, A camera was also set up to record the procedure. Seems normal. Uh, Van Ryswick told deputies he had met the victim on the dark web on a site geared towards people who have a castration fetish. Uh, had no idea this was a fetish. I didn't either. Wow. You can So apparently you can make money doing a black dark web, uh, black budget, whatever, uh, castrations for people. I mean, like, how much money can I get for this? You know? Does, it, does the article say? I mean, if I, I don't think so. Not that I remember. <laughs> 
But I mean, we're just talking. You know, I've had a vasectomy, so they're really just <laughs> ornaments now. You know, they're not doing a whole lot to help me out. You know, <laughs> well, so you if know, I could get a cool like million, I'd I'd let them videotape it. Well, now I'm assuming you get paid in Bitcoin. And yeah, that fluctuates you're probably wildly, right. So. Probably right. In addition, Van Ryswick told deputies he had tried to perform the procedure on the victim last week, but had to delay. Oh, man. Said the man had a set on him. I don't know. He had to get a bigger. <laughs> I don't know. According to a release, Van Ryswick told the victim that he had experience on animals and had even removed one of his own testicles in 2012. Uh, That's absolute madman. <laughs> when you tell me that, I'm like, can't do it, man. No, man, if you took your own off, like, that's crazy. <laughs> you got some serious problems. He also had said he had done a similar procedure on a man in a local motel a few years ago. So hmm. if you're staying in the Days Inn, stand around Orange Beach, you might just want to check the mattress for any stains or anything. Golly. It also did not end well, according to the Highlands County Sheriff's Department. Imagine that. Van Ryswick was arrested on Monday and charged with practicing medicine without a license, require, resulting in bodily injury, and a, which is a second-degree felony, and his bond was set at $250,000. Not enough. I, I just want to... Like, how is this castration a fetish? Like, I get a lot of stuff. Like, I can get the foot stuff. <laughs> yeah. I can get, a, you know, there's a lot of weird things out there. I see you going to the computer. Are you about to Google this? <laughs> no. Not on my Wi-Fi, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, you know, there was a, there was that whole story about that one dude who went online trying to find somebody that wanted to be eaten. Oh. And then there was a dude that answered his call. Oh, wow. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. Dude. Yeah, th- it happened. Uh, they they met. They had a a, din- a nice dinner together, and then the dude killed him and ate him, butchered him, and ate some of him, and put the rest of him in the freezer for later. Okay, all right. So, but how? Like, I just don't like out of all the things that could arouse you, you know? <laughs> yeah, you know, castration seems to be anti arousal to the max. It does. You know, it does. like. Like, I don't get how you could watch that and be like, I am turned on, you know? (laughs) Yeah, I just don't get it. I don't either. Hey, man, that hurts. And I feel the pain in my area. So it seems counterproductive, you know? I don't know. This is for all you people who love faces of death and all that stuff growing up. This is what you turn into, by the way. Just want to point that out. For long, you can't get off on a VHS of people dying on the, you know, horrible accidents. Next thing you know, you're watching castration videos on the dark web. Well, now let me ask you this. If, uh, if this is your thing, can you legally go to a hospital and, and have this electric surgery saying? done? I like, mean, if, do you have to go to a mall Santa who's yeah, 70 years right. old on the deep web to get this done? I don't know. You know, I don't know. Cause like I say, if I could make a little cash on it, you know, you could just take mine. It just, if I could take a little, get a little cash and, and post the video up or whatever, get some ad revenue, you know, cause yeah. I mean, they're really not doing anything now. So, you know, get a little chafe this time of year. So let's just go ahead and take them off. It's fine, but I would need it to be sterile. I'm not going to a motel six or the Paul balls, you know, house to get this done. You know, we need to be in a controlled setting where I am put deep asleep. If I did go, 
And this guy said, we're going to have to reschedule. I would never show back no, up. Right. Yeah. Like I say, what what caused the rescheduling, too? Like, I mean, was he like, whoa, you got working a little more than I was planning on, you know? I don't know. But when I did mine, it, was, it wasn't as big of a job or something, you know? <laughs> got to get some more galls. I don't know. Well, anyway, <laughs> let's move on here. Thanks, you- Mom, for that story. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. And Susie. Thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it, Mom. Do you remember here a while back? I don't remember how long, but it seems like it was relatively recently. We had a guy who was in, impersonating a police officer, and he pulled over a sheriff's deputy. Yes, I do remember that. And we we talked- did that story um, the same time we interviewed Buzz Aldrin. So go back and check that uh, podcast. This is a really good good episode for us. Yeah. Well, we talked about how dumb that was and yeah. how unlucky you have to be. To mm-hmm. pull over a sheriff's deputy yes, when you're right. doing that. Like, what are the odds? And how could possibly, how could someone possibly top that? I don't well, know. How about here? A man was arrested for impersonating a police officer after he pulled over a van full of detectives. <laughs> oh, no. I didn't have to call for backup because they're right. there. They're all there. They're in the van. Yeah, right. <laughs> this comes from Hicksville, New York. <laughs> didn't know there was a Hicksville, New York. I didn't. Sounds like a place in Alabama. <laughs> it does. You know? Well, anyway, a man is accused of posing as a police officer. He got a heavy dose of Karma Friday after he pulled over a van in Hicksville, New York, that just happened to be full of police detectives, according to Nassau County Police Department. Mm, mm, That's tough. (laughs) According to police, 25-year-old Valerie Portlock was driving in a black Nissan Sentra on Hicksville Road. Standard police vehicle. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Near Roosevelt Avenue in Hicksville around 11 a.m. on Friday. That's when police say that he turned on emergency lights that he got from Spencer's. <laughs> right. <laughs> and he started blowing an air horn uh-huh. and telling the van to pull over. <laughs> 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 the van was full of detectives from the Nassau County Police Department's electronic squad. As soon as detectives told Portlock who they were, police say that he tried to flee by speeding away in the <laughs> oncoming traffic. <laughs> bad move on his part. Police say he eventually got on the Long Island Expressway where Highway Patrol was able to stop and arrest him. He's facing the following criminal charges. Criminal impersonation, fleeing from police, and reckless endangerment. Oh, police released Portlock on his own recognizance. Well, he's an officer. (laughs) Yes. Makes sense. Following an arraignment on Saturday. He is due back in court Thursday, according to News 12. You got to think when you roll up to the van and they tell you you're a detective or they tell you, hey, we're a van load of detectives. Running is not the smartest thing to do. You, you got to turn this into like, hey, guys, this was my application. I was trying to join the force. I was just showing you what I had. Or you know? maybe just say, oh, man, well, if that's the case, I'm guess I'm just going to let y'all off with a warning yeah, this right. time. Yeah, right. I thank yeah. you for your service. Or you just make up some kind of, well, I saw a lady get robbed back here, you know, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I was trying to get y'all's attention. I knew y'all were deputies, you know. Hey, you guys, y'all haven't seen anybody suspicious, have you? That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here. <laughs> or do you, can you pull like the citizen's arrest or whatever? You know, like, you guys were going over the speed limit and endangering everybody's lives. So I'm here yeah. to stop you as a concerned citizen, you know. I don't or know. maybe, or maybe when they ask to see your identification, you're like, "Well, let me go back to the squad car and get it." Yeah, right. I'll and be you, right you back. You go back in there, you sit down, <laughs> you wait just like a minute or two, and then you ease up. Like, hey, I just got a call, uh-huh, but right. if you just call me at the office, <laughs> right? 
That's like me whenever I go to buy something and it's too expensive. I always act like I left my wallet in the car. You know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, how much is this watch? And they're like, oh, $800. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, I left my wallet in the car. I'll be right back. You know, <laughs> like go get in the car and never see me again. <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah, man, what a bad look for this guy. Oh, man. You just can't run. You know, you just either got to be like, well, I, I mean, as soon as they say they're detectives, you're like, yoink. <laughs> right, yeah. I would have been like, yes, thank you. I was looking for you guys. That's why I pulled you over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. That's tough for this dude. Like, what are the odds? Oh, man. Pull well, it. I mean, the odds. We Apparently, thought, yeah. <laughs> we thought they higher were, than I thought. <laughs> we thought they were pretty high yeah. when the dude pulled over a sheriff's deputy. But yeah. this guy pulled over a van full of detectives. That's right. Go find that episode. Yeah, hey, yeah here's an idea. People, quit impersonating police officers. Yeah, let's, let's definitely quit that. You know, even if even if you really want to do that that bad, it's dangerous. Like, even if you don't get caught. You know, just impersonating a police officer. There's a, a lot of people who don't like police officers. No, I mean, you know, that's what say cops this day and age had a pretty rough run. You know, <laughs> yes, They're getting bashed a little bit. You know, really don't like them up in Portland. Apparently, <laughs> uh, people pouring water on them, all kind of crazy stuff. So. Uh, yeah, pick somebody else to impersonate. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Impersonate. Maybe not a doctor. You know, <laughs> impersonate an ice cream truck. Yeah, that would be all you. You'd make a lot of friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, or enemies when you didn't have any ice cream. <laughs> or I would just, fight somebody over that. <laughs> you just drive around in a van playing that annoying music. <laughs> That's right. And you just never stop. <laughs> Kids chasing you for miles. <laughs> that actually might be pretty I'm fun. I'm pretty sure that's not against the law. Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, I don't think so. If you try it and get in trouble, let us know. Yeah, that'd be pretty awesome. <laughs> I, all right, well, let's move along. You were a senior once. I was a senior once. Senior seniors, in high school, yeah. Yeah, seniors, they have trouble. Not so uh, much college, but they, you were. Yeah, they get into a little bit of trouble. They do. So this comes from USA 9. Um, is this com. a sensitive story? Yeah, it is a little sensitive. <laughs> okay. I mean, we did a whole castration <laughs> one without any warning, so I just figured well, that's, all bets are wrong. That's a medical They probably procedure. turned it off, you know, at that <laughs> anybody who is sensitive probably turned it off at that point. That's a good point. And so we're in the trust tree now <laughs> with all of our deviant friends. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Don't tell our preacher. That's right. <laughs> Six seniors were arrested for allegedly having sex in a public park. Okay, well, that's not all that uncommon. That, um, <laughs> I, I, you know, when I was in high school, if you believe the rumors, that was happening every week. Oh yeah, you know, oh, sure. What happened for me? You know, <laughs> me either. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if you believe what people said, true. Yeah, it was constantly happening. Well, this comes out of Fairfield, Connecticut. Six people face charges after being arrested for sexual activity in a public area in Connecticut, according to multiple reports. Those arrested range in age from 62 to 85. <laughs> Completely shocked. I had a whole different image in my mind. Ah, man, a whole different image. So, man. senior citizens. Yeah, senior citizens. Not, not seniors. Yeah. Senior citizens. Yeah, I fought USA 9 for taking me down a path I didn't need to go. All right. The crime involved lewd activity in the Grace Richardson Conservation Area, Fairfield Peace Police said. The CT Post reported the suspects were caught by police who discovered the area was being advertised in an online, quote-unquote, city hookup guide. Okay. Didn't know they had that. <laughs> Again, police have a tough job. Yes. <laughs> I mean, 
as a meetup spot along with other public locations in the Fairfield area. Police set up surveillance in the area and allegedly witnessed the criminal activity. No! <laughs> tough, Again. Tough. Those tough officers. Job. Man, how, you got to go home at the end of the day and forget what all you've seen. You know, you got to leave it at the door when you go inside. Oh, man. Um, the AP reported those arrested faced charges from breach of peace to public indecency. And according to the CT post, at least one of the suspects arrested has been charged before on similar allegations. Okay. So that's all the article says. But if they don't turn this into a Viagra commercial <laughs> tomorrow, something is wrong. You know? Yeah. Gotta be. Or maybe the, uh, like the low testosterone commercials you see. Yeah. Right. Yes. Know. The low T one. <laughs> the guy's just not feeling his best. Yes. And I read somewhere it was like one lady and five dudes. So. <laughs> Grammy, okay. Grammy was needing a little action, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to click through to the AP story. Yeah. Police say six people, five men and an 85 year old woman were involved in lewd and sexual activity at the conservation area in Fairfield earlier this month. <laughs> oh, okay. Surely this 85. Was- <laughs> That's a broken hip right there. Also, this is not natural. I mean. No, Something tells me this no. is being done for the internet. Okay. Maybe. This didn't happen naturally. I don't know. You think maybe like they paid these people like in somebody's video in it or something. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I have no idea, but I, I find it hard to believe that this would just happen. I don't know. You know, you know when my granny long, God rest her soul, <laughs> was put into the nursing home. Like she lived with us for a while and then she went to live with my aunt in Oklahoma and she had Alzheimer's and. You ended up having to go in the nursing home. There, she had like a little friendly Henry that was trying to mess with her, and she like beat him up. Oh wow! Know? Oh okay. yeah, she didn't play around. Yeah, very long. Was, she was not like the sweet granny. Well, she loved me. I was her favorite grandchild, <laughs> yeah. by the way. Also, favorite grandchild on both sides of family. For any family members listening, hate to break it to y'all. I was number one. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel like the old guys, they still got the engine revving a little bit, you know, especially with the own vent of all the, all, I think I've went through this before about yeah. how it, it Viagra's of the devil because it keeps Pawpaw revved up longer <laughs> than it needs to be. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> Next thing you know, he's in the park with his five buddies from the VFW club <laughs> and some lady they've met down, you know, at bingo night or whatever. Diabetes. <laughs> That's right. But I like... One of them had to have a home. Like, you didn't have to go to the park, right? You know? Again, I think this is for the internet. That's, man. Like, I don't know, man. Like, what if, I don't know. I just couldn't think, like, what if that was like you're, like, you get a call and, like, hey, <laughs> Paul Paul's been I'm gonna, arrested. I'm going to let the rookie get this one if I'm the cop. <laughs> no, man. I'm talking about you, like, oh, person. Me. Like, hey, Paul Paul's been arrested or, or me, Maul. Meemaw got is down to jail. She needs you to come lock her up. You're like, what's wrong? Like, well, she was involved in an orgy in a park. <laughs> like, what do you do? You just hang up the phone yeah. and like stare at the wall for an hour. You know, <laughs> You're just like, yes. I did not need to know this. I didn't you know, know. How about this? I didn't get that call. Yeah, that was oh, yeah. my head playing tricks on me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you just blog it out. <laughs> I you didn't. Know? I didn't get yeah. that call. You're like, oh, you know, what, what's 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 Papa in jail for? Oh, well, he was down there at the park with five of his buddies from the VFW club. <laughs> 
and they're having an orgy with this lady. And you're just like, I, just, I can't, you never erase that image from your mind. You know, that mental image, it'll never, it'll be there for the rest of your life. Oh, you close your eyes to go to sleep at night and it's there. Well, let's move on to our last story. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our last totally real story that actually happened. <laughs> Mysterious hidden door welded shut in a haunted building was opened for the first time. Okay. The owners of Nottingham's Haunted Museum have kept the door shut for more than a year, scared of what they might find behind it amid sinister rumors. Okay. Marie and Steve Weston, who are owners of Nottingham's Haunted Museum, discovered the venue's only metal door under a layer of plasterboard when they acquired the old, is that Maperly Picture House last year? That's, Sounds right to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, British listeners, let me know if I'm saying that right. Yeah. Maybe explain to us what Maperly means. Yeah. Hey, Sadie. <laughs> yeah. We're counting on you. <laughs> it was sealed shut in an emergency exit chute with plugs and electronics fitted over it and sinister rumors circulated about his past. Marie and Steve, scared of what they might find behind it, they have left it locked for more than a year, Nottinghamshire Live reports. But on Thursday, along with a group of seven paranormal enthusiasts, they finally cracked it open. Inside, Marie claims that they found a five-pointed pentagram star made from charcoal, a grubby old teddy bear, and a collection of white candles burned to their stubs. Uh, and there's a picture right here. I'll just show it to you. That's what they found. Yeah, that's definitely scary looking. <laughs> yes. That wasn't there before they locked the door. The door was, was not only was there a, a hidden room, but it was like, it, it was welded shut. Yeah. And they were scared to open it. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And they finally opened it up because they had a team of paranormal enthusiasts with them. Yeah. Well, the Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah. The paranormal people get yeah. little. <laughs> they got the Ghostbusters yeah, right. together and I guess they weren't scared anymore. They get a little fired up for that stuff. <laughs> yes. It says that it was a shock to the 44 year old who just expected to find a brick wall on the other side of the door. Well, I that doesn't make sense. <laughs> I couldn't believe what I was seeing, said Marie, who recreated a ghostly groping for an American TV show. Easy. Uh, what now? Again, this is a totally real story. Uh, a ghostly groping. A ghostly groping. Um, okay. I mean, <laughs> this is, uh, here's I what, feel like that would be me in ghost form. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's right. The, the ghost of 14-year-old John. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay, let's see what the uh, paranormal enthusiasts have to say. Quote, we're paranormal investig investigators, not Satanists, so we were going to have to get in and find out a much about, as much about it as we can. Okay. Uh, she is convinced, however, that spooky things have been going on. During investigations at the museum that was recently ranked the 29th most haunted place in the UK. The 29th? By, That's by, a little low down on the list. You didn't even make like the top 25, you know? Well, You're now, not even like Auburn this year. Well, now the UK yeah. is very haunted, okay? Yeah, right. They've been there a long time. You know, and 1066, also, the Saxon or Normans conquered and, it. And now, hold on. Before you go questioning... uh their rank or whatever. Now, this was ranked by a supernatural website, HiggyPop.com. <laughs> so, you know you're getting quality. So, they have a lust for the afterlife. <laughs> you're, you're getting quality haunting, ranked right. hauntings on HiggyPop.com. Well, I hate that my Iggy Pop joke was lost <laughs> on you with my lust for the afterlife. But maybe somebody out there appreciates it, okay? Sorry. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm really only familiar with Butt Town. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> it 
only off opening it, says Marie, who also claims that she has heard scratching coming from inside the sealed room on numerous occasions. Rats. <laughs> or, yeah, those are or demons. Or demons, true. <laughs> you just let out demons. Yes. True. <laughs> now opening, staff will be put on a perspex sheet across the doorway so that visitors can see but not touch the creepy findings. Okay. So we call that plexiglass <laughs> in America. Right. Yeah. I get you. Since we've opened it, a few people have complained about having headaches. Oh, so they okay. let out the headache demons. Apparently my wife's been over there a few times. <laughs> Quote, my daughter never gets headaches, and but now she's got really bad pressure behind her eyes, says Marie, who she's isn't bothered. She's got a demon in her. <laughs> yeah, she isn't bothered by skeptics or non-believers. Hmm. She says that everyone has their own opinions and beliefs, and if we all thought the same thing, that we would be boring. Well, now, if you would like to see this super creepy room that actually exists uh-huh. in this super creepy haunted museum. That probably charges admission. You can go see it yourself. Tours of the haunted museum. They run Tuesday to Friday, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. And Sundays from 1 p.m. to 6 p.m. Tickets are seven. I don't know if that's pounds or quid. I don't know. I don't know either. I mean, uh, they use pounds in Europe, right? Or I yeah, thought but, they use like the euro. Or whatever now. <laughs> Not since Brexit. <laughs> was that official? I don't, I'm all out of it. I don't know. I was into Brexit for like 15 <laughs> minutes and I, was, I dropped it like a bad habit. Yeah. Anyway. Sadie, we need you to call in and let us know what's going on. You can get on. tickets for uh, seven and the little L with the dash. Oh, yeah. The that's center. a pound. That's okay. a pound. Yeah. Tickets are seven pounds per person and all children must be accompanied by an adult. Okay. So... Well, yeah. Number one, Sadie, I would like for you to call the show. I know it's international or whatever. Just email the show and let me know what's going on with Brexit. Like, if it, is it happening? Is it not happening? And then number two, if you can go to this thing, you know, and just check it out for us. This thing that's totally real. Yeah. That is totally not. A publicity stunt. A publicity stunt. Right. This is not a tourist trip. For your 29th ranked, <laughs> you know, haunted place. You're trying to move up the rank. This is a for real. Oh, yeah. For real haunted room that was behind a sealed door. Yeah. That just so happens coincidentally to look just like the room that was in the Amityville horror. <laughs> right. You know? Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, if you could do that, Sadie, our number one UK listener, by the way, <laughs> yeah. we haven't shouted out Sadie in a while. Yeah. Just let us know what's up. You know, d- definitely with Brexit, you know? <laughs> yeah. I- I'm more concerned with that <laughs> now that you brought it up. <laughs> Than than the uh, fake satanic ritual that's Not going on this fake. place. This is real, John. That's a hundred percent. This is totally fake. real. That's a hundred percent fake. <laughs> they're moving up the rankings, though. You know, they're probably getting the top break the top twenty five. You know, <laughs> then they'll seal up something else for a year, set up a display in it, and then have it a grand open. Like, oh my goodness, the satanists have moved over here or whatever. When October gets closer, we're gonna have people come to get our haunting studio. <laughs> that's right. So we have a fall festival studio, Tiny. (laughs) We're Baptists, okay? We have a fall festival studio. (laughs) It's like right over there is the the chair that John sits in when we podcast, and he gets headaches every time we do it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Let's talk about Cajun Curl. My favorite curl, your favorite curl, Cajun Curl. 
We want to thank them for all their help. The world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. And check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice there and the chip cutter for potatoes all on CajunCurl.com. It was created in the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. It's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, mountain oysters, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The spi- I was going to go in another direction, but I cleaned it up with mountain oysters. The spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use, it's easy to clean, and it will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your next castration event up a notch, imagine whipping up a batch of your own Cajun Curl chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. It'll blow your patient away. (laughs) (laughs) It will, and if the cops show up, give them a little bit. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter as well. And you can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it today. Here locally, it is available at Vowels Fresh Market, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in Northport, downtown Northport, and uh, the Piggly Wiggly in Northport. Yeah. Yeah. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. You eat it, and you're like, don't tread on me. Um, it's all natural. It's low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. www.cajuncurl.com. Check them out and use the promo code EOP10. That's E O and the number 10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Exactly, yes. <clears throat> All right. Mr. J.D. Westfall has come through for us All on right. podchaser.com. Way to go, J.D. Yes, thank you He's so much. He's a big much. contributor in the Facebook group, too. He sent us a microphone. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's yes. right. And we used it for our interview, didn't we? We did. So yeah. thank you so much. Uh, you're awesome, dude. Yeah, no, J.D., big, big fan of your work. But he reviewed us on Podchaser seven days ago. He gives us five stars. Good, clean humor, funny, and silly stories in the top five of my favorite and most looked forward to podcast. Boom. He also said on uh, his Facebook account that he likes to listen to Joe Rogan, but here lately, he likes to listen to us more. So, well, boom, Earth Oddity, better than Joe Rogan, that's right. confirmed. Look for our interview with Bernie Sanders. <laughs> it be dropping soon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No, I mean, J.D., that's really awesome. Probably my favorite person from Ohio. That I know. Thank you so much. Yeah. If, if you haven't left us a review, we love to read them. Yeah. And if you don't want to leave us a review, but you just want to send us a message or something, we'd like to read that too. Yeah. And join our Facebook group. Mm-hmm. If you're on Facebook, if you're a cool kid yeah. and it's on Facebook, join it. Follow our Twitter account or Instagram account. You can interact with us in any of those places. Yeah. So follow us on that and you can interact with me and Tiny. I mean, it's not like we have interns running any of this stuff. No, so no. if if you see somebody talking, it's If us. you get in now, you're getting in on the ground floor. Right, yeah. You know, you're talking to us. Right. And when we're bigger than Joe Rogan, it'll be like, man, J.D. Westfall's <laughs> my bro. He's been with us since the beginning, pretty much. You yes. Know? 
I mean, we got Wilts. We got Brad, which I was glad to see Brad at the party, too. Shout out to your brother, Brad. That's Looking right. good. You guys are the Twin Towers, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Y'all are huge, like very intimidating looking. Y'all should just post up like this, you know, your arms crossed. Very well, you know what? Jet fuel don't melt these steel beams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, so, yeah, man, appreciate everybody that listens and interacts with us any way you can because it means a lot to us. We're, you know, glad to uh, bring you something that you enjoy. I don't know why you enjoy it after some <laughs> episodes, but you still do. So that's good. And keep telling your family and friends. We Absolutely. had a big show last week. Yeah. I don't oh. know what it was that hit so big. But Through the thank roof. Y'all. Yeah. And if you know anybody in Michigan, just tell them to download <laughs> our show. Okay. Yes. Subscribe and download it. Because we I'll, do have one, we have one ad, ad campaign. that runs in Michigan. That's so. right. Yeah. So and we're making, I mean, just bukus of money on it already. <laughs> So we're we, almost up to a dime. That's right. So we're we're trying to get a little bit more. So <laughs> yeah. let everybody know in Michigan just to subscribe and listen to the show, you know. Yeah. But definitely tell one friend about us. Mm-hmm. And this week, you know, that's all we're asking. Yeah. Go ye therefore and spread the earth oddity gospel, you know, <laughs> tell one friend. That's all you got to do, you know? Yeah. And then that person goes and tells two, two, two friends. And then that's that right. person goes and tells two friends. Yeah. And before you know it, we're taking over the world and we're <laughs> yes. not in my closet anymore, you know? Yeah. it's. Just, I feel like it's an upgrade from where we started, though. It is. We've done a lot better from where we started. I just look forward to the day I can tell my wife. Told you. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know? Hey, I am super popular. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah, that's right. So just we want to make we want to prove Tiny's wife wrong. Yes. That's really our whole goal in this. <laughs> it is. It's just to prove his wife wrong. Because there's one person in the world who I seek their approval beyond all others. And that person has so far refused to give it to me, support me in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Deidre was all in, like, at the beginning. Yeah. For about 10 episodes, Deidre was all in. Loved it, supported it, <laughs> shared it on her Facebook page occasionally, and uh, then she just dropped it. Just dropped it like a bad habit. Doesn't care that I do it. Doesn't bother it anyway. Yeah. But just doesn't listen, which is really a good thing, as I've talked about her a lot here lately. So I'm kind of glad she doesn't listen to it now. Yeah, yeah, a headache joke today might hurt her feelings a little bit, but the truth hurts sometimes. You know, so just saying. Well, on that note, <laughs> you've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us. No matter where you get us, but you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, we're on them all. That's right. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. Yep. If you would like to look at pictures that we post sometimes, you can see those underscore earthoddity on Instagram. Yep. You can tweet at us. We are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. Try to find me on Twitter. Try to find, John is uh, a I'm lurker. A, I'm he a is, mysterious man. He's uh, like just two clicks away from the dark web That's on right. Twitter. I'm trying to sell my balls. <laughs> <laughs> And if all that fails and you want to give us a call, you can even give us a call and leave us a voicemail. What's that number, John? It's 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. And leave us a review. Please. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
Could I just read Courtney Upshaw's <laughs> defensive MVP speech <laughs> from the, uh, what was it, 2011 championship game we beat LSU? <laughs> yeah. The whole defense, man, the entire defense. Yes, sir, the entire defense. That's why I'm going to pass this on to the whole defense. Touch that thing, foe. Let go. <laughs> Roll tide, baby. Roll tide. Champs once again, baby. We in here. Let go. Oh, yeah. That's what we spoke. Hey, this defense is built on stopping them, and that's what we did. Shut out, baby. <laughs> Let go. Yeah. Yeah, well, we wanted to come out and show the world that, you know what I'm saying, we really beat ourselves the first game. No, um, we don't want to down LSU. They a pretty good team, <laughs> but we wanted to come out and dominate from start to finish, and that's what we did. Courtney Upshaw.